This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today I am joined by Brian Franks. Brian is with Guaranteed Rate Affinity Mortgage, and I'm excited to get into this today because uh, if you're following anything with the um, mortgage industry right now, rates are considerably high, so I'm always interested to get into this with guests to get their feedback as to the state of the market, if you will. So, Brian, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now it's our pleasure, and thanks to our listeners for tuning in. So, Brian, please, why don't we start off by sharing a little bit about Guaranteed Rate Affinity Mortgage. Tell us a little bit about what you do and your background. Uh, thank you. Uh, guaranteed Rate Affinity Mortgage is uh, part of the Guaranteed Rate uh, Mortgage Company. Uh, they are the number two lender in the United States. Uh, so we're very proud of our, our stature. Um, uh, the affinity part is where you know uh, we are a joint venture with uh, Anywhere Real Estate, which is a, a, a brand of uh, real estate companies that own franchises across the United States, the largest real estate uh, conglomerate in the United States. Uh, they own ERA, Century 21, Coldwell Banker, uh, One Sotheby's, Better Homes and Gardens. And uh, we're specifically tied to the Coldwell Banker family. So that's why I have my little Coldwell Banker logo on right now. And uh, I personally cover the West Broward market. So uh, we have offices in Miramar, uh, Weston, and in Coral Springs, Parkland area. So uh, what we're really focusing on doing is helping people purchase in this very unique market that we sit in here in Southeast Florida. So is guaranteed affinity, guaranteed rate affinity mortgage, are you the owner? Is it like a franchise or are you part of the larger organization? How does that work? Uh, we're, we're just uh, a large lender. So we're, I'm not a franchise. Uh, you know, I'm just part of the, the, the bigger uh, company. Uh, so Guaranteed Rate Affinity operates as its own brand. Uh, and specifically because we are a joint venture between Coldwell Banker uh, and, uh, and Guaranteed Rate, you know, that affinity, uh, we're specifically focused on, uh, on building the relationships with our Coldwell Banker family. Although I work with other agents across, you know, uh, uh, the market, uh, it's, it's, you know, my, my primary focus is, is going to be on my Coldwell Banker family. Got it. I guess I guess the better question, I don't know why franchise came to mind. Is this are you the owner of this location of this business? I, I know a lot of financial advisement firms have like the Edward Jones type model. Is it akin yeah. to that? No, no, it's uh, you know, we, we don't operate that way. We're just part of the big corporation. Okay, so part of a larger corporation. Got it. So Brian, when did you get into doing mortgage loans? Talk a little bit about your background, how you ended up here. Uh, in 1991, uh, you know, my, my brother was actually joined the mortgage company, uh, a company called PHH Home Loans in Mount Lawn, New Jersey. I uh, got my younger brother in uh, and uh, they, they, they called me out. I was working in men's retail and I was working about three different jobs, actually. Uh, and uh, they asked me to come into this young company that's uh, hiring a whole bunch of young people. Uh, so when I got in there, it was very exciting. I started out as what they called a a processor assistant. I was just data entry, taking applications and, and that, that were coming in, written applications, and I was putting them into the computer and typing them to get the, the loan into the system. Uh, and then, you know, I developed a new processor, then they moved me to sales, then they 
moved me to account management, and inevitably I came uh, down to South Florida to open a call center for a company uh, called Countrywide. It was the largest mortgage lender in the nation at the time, and they wanted an East Coast location in Sunrise, so they hired me to open a call center in Sunrise and did that for 12 years. Uh, uh, you know, it, it worked into Bank of America uh, during the financial crisis, uh, and, uh, and you know, ultimately, uh, I ended up wanting to go back and, and do more origination face-to-face. Uh, you know, watching people get their keys to their homes is, is truly gratifying. So I'm, you know, I want to get back to that you know, uh, you know, one-on-one and, and, uh, and focus on people. So when did you get involved with Guaranteed Rate Affinity Mortgage? Guaranteed Rate Affinity took over for uh, PHH as the partner with Coldwell Banker, the, the Anywhere Real Estate uh, uh, Company, okay, in five years ago. So, uh, you know, by attrition, or not, not attrition, by by, by by transition, you know, I became part of the Guaranteed Rate uh, family. Right on. What are some common myths or misconceptions that that folks generally have surrounding the mortgage industry i mean specifically maybe about what's going on right now with the economy and mortgage rates well the most common misunderstanding in mortgage is everybody focuses on interest rate okay and at the end of the day it really is about your budget your monthly payment right so if you think that you have to put a roof over your head and you have a choice between owning something and renting something you know, there's no interest rate on a rental payment. So it's really about trying to figure out what somebody's budget is and then what is your buying power based on that budget? Is your budget 2,500 a month? Is it 4,000 a month? You know, and what does that buy you, you know, uh, with certain down payment opportunities you have? So that's, you know, I try and get people out of this interest rate mindset because they, they think they're out of the market because of the high interest rates when in actuality, we may be able to find them something monthly uh that that works for them yeah i mean when you're renting the interest rate is 100% so right yeah if you can get you're actually you're going to you're going to build wealth you're either going to build your wealth by owning something or you're going to build somebody else's wealth for paying you know uh, for them to own something yeah for sure for sure so and i know i know now rental rates are, are through the roof as well so if you're in a position where you can afford to consider buying. It makes sense to do that because obviously you could refinance later on down the road and there's plenty of different ways to um, change that situation. When so there's two started. things that buyers are hesitant on in this market. One, high prices of, uh, of real estate. Uh, two, high interest rates. And you know the, the myths that they're going through is that I think the value is going to drop. Uh, because they watch national news, and I think that uh, South Florida is uh, tied and akin to every market in the U.S., and two, that the interest rates are going to drop. And we just came through uh, a market where we had low interest rates and low inventory, and what happened to the prices? They went up. You know, So you know, what I try and explain to people is if you wait for the rates to come down, you're already going to be too late because you're going to be back into a competition mode, and we're going to drive those prices back up again. The other thing is that values aren't going to come down because our market, our economy is so strong here in Southeast Florida, Broward, Miami-Dade, Palm Beach, that, and there's no place to build, right? We're not, we're not moving west into the Everglades. Uh, so we're almost like we're on an island. 
that you know, we're just going to we're going to continuously have an inventory shortage. So if you have low inventory and you have you know high demand because of the economy, we're not going to see a price fall. You know, it's 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 just not going to happen. There's too much liquidity and equity in this market where we're not going to see uh, you know a bunch of businesses close down and people just you know get unemployed and and, and, and and manifest into itself in a, in a crisis down here. It may help it happen in other pockets of the United States, but definitely not in Southeast Florida. Yeah, and I keep hearing more and more people are coming to coming to Florida. It just yeah. seems to be it seems to be the go-to state. It's favorable for tax reasons, for business purposes. Uh, just people keep keep flocking here, and that's going to continue to keep price value or home values high, and uh, independent of what's going on. Yeah. In other we have, we have beautiful communities. I mean, like uh, Cooper City, you live in paradise, one, don't one of the best ones. You know, surrounded by a whole bunch of other beautiful communities. Uh, you know, uh, people drive through uh, where I where I uh, physically reside in Weston, and they're like, you know, everything is meticulously maintained. You know, so uh, it, it, for for they think they're coming down and and they're visiting for you know a an atmosphere where it's a vacation and we're like, no, it's just home you know, for us. So we're, we're lucky. We're very blessed. Yeah, indeed. I actually, I lived in West Davie just across uh, from 75 from Weston. My kids went to school in country aisles in Weston. What a beautiful city. It's just everything from the sidewalks to the, the maintenance of the city. It's great. And nothing against Cooper. I love Cooper city, but there's actually a distinct difference between Weston and Cooper city in terms of, uh, you know, the upkeep of everything. So but they're both beautiful and the schools are, obviously top notch in both locations. Um, so very, very thankful for that. So speak, speaking of schools, I, I got uh, two kids here, nine and 11 in uh, the Cooper city school district. Tell us a little bit about your family. Uh, you, you got kids. I have one son um, and, uh, and he's a, a junior in Cypress Bay. And uh, you know, we're, we're, we're focusing on, you know, getting him ready for college. Uh, you know, it's, big step you know we, we keep getting these updates on facebook uh that show all the stuff that we did with him when he was little so it's kind of heart-wrenching to you know watch him grow up so fast but you know it's it's, it's also invigorating to watch him grow into the next phase of his life so we're we're, we're we're very lucky and blessed time does fly very quickly i know it's it's cliche to talk about it and tell people with younger kids value the time while you have it because it goes by in a heartbeat, but it, it truly does. When you said your son was a junior, you said junior, right? Right. I got this feeling inside, like, oh my God, my daughter's right behind that. We're going to be uh, getting there. Does he want to stay in Florida for schools? Does he have any idea where he wants to go? I, I think he's. You know, uh, I think he's talking to his friends, and, and and they're probably thinking something like U, uh, UCF or Valencia, like the feeder school going into UCF, depending on their grades. Because right. UCF is a, is a monster, and my sister happens to live up in that area. My sister and her niece, and my nieces and their and their kids, and so he's got family up there. My father uh, lives up there as well, and Avito in the surrounding areas, Winter Springs, and so on. So uh, you know, it, it would work out great if, if they they uh, ended up all going there. But you know, we we'll, we'll have to start visiting the schools and see what what happens. Exciting, my my brother went to UCF. Can't go wrong. He's doing really well right now. I think he graduated, gosh, it's been like seven, eight years now. Can't even, like I said, time just flies. Time just flies. Sitting here today, Brian, looking back through your journey, 
Is there a something that comes to mind? I don't know, a life hardship or challenge, maybe a defining moment, something that helped shape you into who you are today that you'd like to share with us? Um, well, most recently, uh, in fact, I just hit a one year anniversary. I was diagnosed with stage four cancer, uh, colorectal and liver cancer last year. Uh, so I've, I've spent the you know, last 12 months going through uh, both infusion treatments and you know chemotherapy infusion and radiation treatments so on and so forth. I, got, I have, I have follow-up scans tomorrow, so I finished all of that basics. And now I have to go back and find out what the stage is on the last part of you know, uh, a surgery for the colorectal tumor to remove that. Uh, I, I, I did find um, a tremendous amount of uh, um, uh, positivity. Uh, it's, it's a weird a dynamic. When I was diagnosed with it, it didn't hit me like a, a freight train. I didn't get depressed about it. I, 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 you know, I was able to go through the journey of my life and, and, and realize how blessed I was. So no matter how the, this you know, turned out, I, I was I was extremely calm and, and, and happy, uh, and uh, and you know it, it actually pushed me a little bit more uh, into just you know being uh, that positive influence in the people and friends and family that I'm around. So uh, it's uh, it's it's you know it's hard to say that cancer is a wonderful blessing, but it, it's been. Uh, it's been a wonderful um, uh, experience to, you know, feel the love and the, and the gratitude of others and, and people reaching out and, and talking about how I help them in their in their life's journey. So, uh, you know, I I can't be more than, uh, you know, blessed for everything that that's transpired today. Wow, that's powerful stuff. It's it's um, truly amazing to see how far a positive mindset will take you and how you frame challenging experiences, right? You could either get depressed and fold to the challenge and be miserable, or you could do exactly what you're doing and keep a positive attitude and use it as uh, a way to shape, shape you moving forward and, and really enforce and enhance your gratitude moving through life. So that's a really inspiring story. And I wish you all the best. Actually, my brother's wife up in New Jersey, we're going to see them over uh, the Christmas break. She she got breast diagnosed. I think she's stage three breast cancer, probably about the same time, maybe a year ago. Uh, she went through all the chemo and she just had surgery. She had a double mastectomy and she's doing really, really well. Thank God. So uh, wish you and your your family the best moving through that moving for, forward through this process. I know it, Thank it you. is. I'll, I'll add your sister in law in my prayers. Yeah, appreciate it, man. So what would be before we close up here, what would be the one thing that you'd like to share with our listeners, that you'd like to leave our listeners with about your business? One of the things that's the most important is that um, once you're getting it, the thing that's the most important is that if you're thinking at any point in your life that you're gonna wanna be a homeowner, you have to get the information uh, as early as possible. Most people tend to think that the information has to come to you when there's a transition, right? So if you're leasing something and your lease is up in 90 days and you're considering buying, you're already, uh, you know, six months too late, you know, because you have to be ahead of the practice of, of finding out what your financing op options are. And they continuously change. So when you're picking the, uh, the lender or loan officer, more particularly the loan officer that you want to work with, you want to work with somebody who's going to spell things out, show you the details, work through the budgets, explain the, you know, the nuances of home ownership, 
uh, financing uh, budget, what, what's going to be most important to you, uh, and, and you know, allow you to make the right decision. Because a lot of times things come easy. You know, people can get online and get a pre-approval letter and never talk to somebody, and then they think the magic is there, and they go out and they shop for a home, and they spend money on appraisals and inspections, and only to find out that they get the, the terms of the loan, and are like, I can't afford it, you know, uh, because the lender is saying, this is what we can do for you, but the lender doesn't know without a conversation that you have two kids in daycare. You have other life expect you know, uh, expenses that we're not accounting for as lenders that mean a whole lot to your monthly budget. So you really have to have that deep dive uh, and, 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 you know, when I explain to the agents I work with who are the tip of the spear, the people that are most engaged with our community, you know, I explain to them the minute somebody signs a lease is the minute that they should go and get pre-approved. You know, uh, right now, pre-approvals come with soft credit pools. They don't impact your credit. They don't have anything. So get that information right out of the gate and start your planning well ahead of the time uh, because it's more stressful if you're, if you have a deadline that's, you know, three months away versus a deadline that's 12 months away. You know? So, uh, you know, start your planning today. Yeah, one of, one of the reasons why we do this show is to really give folks out there with our community a look under the hood to get to know some of the local business owners. And I think especially in an industry such as yours, uh, as well as accounting, um, having a good realtor, having having good people like that within your team that you feel comfortable with, that you have a relationship with, that you can go to without question and trust the judgment that they're giving you, it takes a lot of stress off your day-to-day -day life when you're concerned. We're not experts in all this stuff. You have you know your career that you focus on, but if you can surround yourself with a team of experts in all these different um, areas, you know, it just makes for uh, an easier situation in your life moving forward. So we do appreciate you coming on the show. Before we wrap up here, Brian, please share with our listeners how we could learn more, maybe your website, your contact information. Let us know how we can reach you guys. Uh, you can reach me by phone, 954-734-4501, by email at brian, B-R-I-A-N dot franks, F-R-A-N-K-S, at G-R-A-R-A-T-E dot com. Or you can visit my website at www.grarate dot com forward slash Brian Franks. Perfect. And we will, of course, link in the description below to all of your contact information. Brian. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a joy. All right. Take care. Good luck with your journey. I wish you all the best once again. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in. And we will catch you next time. Everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to gntcoopercity.com. That's gntcoopercity.com. Or call 954 Two three one three one seven zero.